afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. Gavin Newsom has shocked everyone with his Friday veto of AB 957, leaving many to wonder what is actually going on in California. We'll explore the possibilities next on the Dean's List. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board today. It's a glorious Monday. The email here is thedean.list at protonmail.com. Questions, comments, reach out to us. You want to send me your favorite recipe? Thedean.list at protonmail.com. That is that is the uh, that's the place to communicate with us. And we do enjoy reading the emails, so keep them coming. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, the Dean's List 33. The Dean's List 33. We're happy to have you join us there. So we need to dive right into this because um, AB 957 is a bill that we have spent a lot of time on. Uh, we've we've talked about the ridiculousness, if I can put it that way, the craziness of this bill, which ultimately would require judges to consider strongly the parent who is willing to affirm the child's gender over parents who don't want to affirm the child's gender. It really almost tells the court, look, here's how you need to uh, to rule in this case. In a custody case, you need to side with the parent who is willing to go along and pretend land with this child's chosen identity. It's... Um, it's a bill of craziness. Ultimately, it's a uh, it's a bill that just promotes pretend. And Gavin Newsom, I don't know, I I didn't see this coming. Matter of fact, I had said in previous shows, of course Newsom's going to sign this bill. He's Gavin Newsom. This is what he wants. But he vetoed the bill. He vetoed he vetoed the bill last Friday evening. And I am holding his statement here in my hand, uh, and it's it's. Um, I'm just shocked by it. Should I be shocked by it? It it it, it makes me wonder what's really going on here. What is the true rationale here? Let's. I guess let's dive into his letter. It it sort of makes sense, but we'll. We'll pull it apart a little bit. He says, I am returning Assembly Bill 957 without my signature. He's addressing this to the California State Assembly. This legislation would require a court when determining the best interests of a child in a custody case or visitation proceeding to consider, among other comprehensive factors, a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression. Okay, we get that. He continues, I appreciate the passion and values that led the author to introduce this bill. I share a deep commitment to advancing the rights of transgender Californians, an effort that has guided my decisions through my decades or through many decades in public office, which is also true, which makes us wonder here what truly is, is going on. There, there's definitely more than meets the eye here at this veto. All right, he says, continue. That said, I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government 
attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch to apply. That sounds like a conservative to me. That that sounds like a, a person who, who believes in the Constitution. Which, which makes me wonder, what's happening here? I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch to apply. Other-minded affected officials in California and other states could very well use this strategy to diminish the civil rights of vulnerable communities. Well, that's true, but why is that truly the reason that's stopping you here? Moreover, a court under existing law is required to consider a child's health, safety, and welfare when determining the best interest of a child in these proceedings, including the parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity. Then he says, therefore, I'm not able to sign this bill. Um, okay. Uh, you know, he's giving us his, his rationale as to why. The question is, do we buy it? That's the question. He's really coming across here as a as a conservative sounding governor when he says, yeah, we can't really mix the the three branches. We can't take two branches, unite them and and then have them gang up on the third branch. Really? This is a, a liberal Democrat saying this? You know, be, because they want to do this all the time. They want they want complete government control. It's one of their tenants. And if they can steamroll one branch to get it, they're going to do it. They've they've proven this time and time again, which makes Newsom here sound like a a choir boy conservative. All right, maybe choir boy is a bit too strong. But when he says, I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch to apply. All right. He's urging caution, but is there something more going on here? That's the question. I'm reading an article from the Christian Post by uh, Angura Kumar. I hope I'm getting your name right. And Kumar uh, just, you know, kind of recaps the letter from the governor, but Kumar adds some statements by, by Wiener and Willis. Wiener and Will, uh, I'm sorry, Wilson. Lori Wilson is the, is the uh, co-author of this bill from the Assembly, and Scott Wiener is the co-author from the Senate. Here's what Lori Wilson says. However, on this point, the governor and I disagree on the best way to protect kids. She adds that her intent was to give a voice to trans-identified children, particularly in the family court system where she claims a non-affirming parent could negatively impact a child's mental health. Well, the translation there is that a non-affirming parent could actually convince the child that they that they should not transition to be a, a different gender. 
That's the translation. But in her mind, that negatively impacts the child's mental health. In our mind, it's a positive impact. Actually, not even our mind. In reality, that is a positive impact when you can persuade the child to not believe the lie that God made a mistake when he made them a boy when he should have made them a girl, or vice versa. Absolutely vice versa. We have such an interesting clip to play from Dr. Ben Carson. The Ben Carson clips are, they're so good because Carson is just so mild-mannered and he's just so calm, but he's so correct. He's so calm and so correct and very intelligent, I might add. Actually, this would be a great spot. Let's let's pause here and, and let's listen to Ben Carson on this on this entire point. Let me set it up again. She's adding in this article, she's adding that her intent was to give a voice to trans-identified children, particularly in the family court system where she claims a non-affirming parent could negatively impact a child's mental health. So if the parent does not affirm the child's desire to be the opposite sex, then that is a negative impact on the child's mental health. That's Wilson's position. Listen to what to, uh, Dr. Ben Carson says about that. Can you imagine taking advantage of grade school children whose brains haven't developed, who are very suggestible and very curious, and then you go up to them and tell them you may not be a girl or a boy, and it has a much bigger impact on them than it would on somebody who has a mature brain. That's the very reason that God gave children parents, to protect them. That was Dr. Ben Carson at the recent Pray Vote Stand Summit in Washington. And he, he stands in really in direct opposition to Willis. You know, Carson says that this is why God gave little children parents to protect them, that this, this is an act of, of protection. Their brains aren't developed fully yet, not even close to being fully developed. And an adult comes up to them and says, you know, you might be a boy or you might be a girl. You might be the opposite thing that you actually are. And how do their little undeveloped brains maneuver through that? Well, they have parents to protect them and help guide them. You know, but the authors of this assembly bill, which Newsom amazingly vetoed, you know, believe that that non-affirming parent will be a negative impact on the child's mental health. Who are we going to believe here? Willis or a a brain surgeon? Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going with the brain surgeon. I'm going to side with uh, with the doctor on this one. Here's what uh, Wiener had to say. He he posted on X. He said it was a tragedy for trans kids. This is uh, Newsom's veto. It's a tragedy, and he labeled it a mistake. He argued that the bill would have ensured that courts take into account a child's chosen gender identity and whether parents would be support, supportive. This bill would have, would have forced parents to support pretend land. 
And according to uh, Newsom, that's precisely why he he vetoed it. So we have, um, the question is, do we have some dysfunction happening within the Democrat Party? Is, is the Democrat Party in California blowing up? Is, is Newsom feeling the pressure? Is he feeling the pressure from parents to actually make a, a conservative-minded stand? I mean, that's a possibility. I'm not going to say that that isn't what's happening. That is certainly a possibility that he's feeling the pressure. But this is the same man who who fined the Temecula Valley uh, School District $1.5 million because they they didn't want the the state-sanctioned curriculum, which, in their view, had what uh, was too highly sexualized for for elementary students. And so Newsom has fined them $1.5 million. This is the same man. Do you, you see my, my um, just in my thought process, how this doesn't add up to me, that Newsom would veto this bill, yet he's going to fine Temecula Valley $1.5 million. Yet he's going to support the attorney general's office in suing the school districts in California, who have said, hey, we think parents should know what's happening in the schools. If if a child has, you know, said, I'm uh, I'm thinking about transitioning, the school districts that have said, okay, then staff, they have three days to let that parent know. They have three days to to inform that parent. This AG out there is is suing these school districts. And how is Newsom in support of that? while vetoing this bill. Do you see how this doesn't necessarily add up to me? Uh, there's some interesting things, though, that, that are happening politically. And there's this push that maybe Newsom should run for president. Now, Newsom is is rejecting that, and I've got some clips that, that we're going to listen to. But my question to you is, do you think it's possible Newsom vetoes this bill because on a national scale, you know, with without any cheating, no cheating aside, on a national scale, do you think this is a platform that he can win on? Or does he project himself ahead, veto this bill with the understanding that, mm, you know, I can... I have a better chance of, of winning the highest office in the land if I veto this bill, if I take a more conservative stance. To me, I don't think that he feels the pressure from parents and and in his mind says, oh boy, I better do what these parents are you know, want me to do in this moment. I, I just don't, I don't see that happening. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. T- to me, it seems more reasonable that he's projecting ahead and realizing that the the country is still a conservative country. Folks like you and me, those of you who are listening to this show, we are in the majority. I know we don't feel like it, but there's more of us than there are of them. And the reason it, it at least the, the way I see it, the reason it doesn't feel that way sometimes is because we hear more of their voices. 
the mainstream media just hammers it all day long. And some, and unfortunately, that a lot of times is the only media people listen to. This is why, you know, we on America Out Loud encourage you to, you know, share this network, share it with people you know. Uh, if you, you know, you, you come across a podcast you love, send it to people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a, you know, a, a political or um, educational or, you know, one of those driving topics. It can be something like health. It can be, if you were to look at the the, the platform here, there are, there's a, a wonderful assortment of shows, of hosts, of just excellent topics, excellent information. Anything that you listen to here that you like, send it along. Send it along because you know what? Uh, once people find it and they get on the platform and they start scrolling through what's available, uh, their eyes will slowly become open. And, you know, maybe not slowly. It might happen quickly. But we encourage you to share the information, get the get the news out. Uh, it's important that that people get a different perspective, something other than than what the the mainstream media is going to to deliver to them. So uh, I don't know this this whole Newsom thing is it's to me it's intriguing. I don't know that it's it's everything that it seems to be on the surface. We will hear some clips from Gavin on the other side of this break. And then, you know, you decide. You decide what you think and, and how this is all shaping out. We're happy to have you along today. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules begin to diminish, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the SEER Redox, we can start restoring and revitalizing our bodies at the cellular level. Now, this is an incredible product that I personally use and I can attest to seeing fantastic results with. These have included better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports our immune system and enhances our body's natural ability to repair itself. It's promoting overall well-being so that we can start experiencing a new level of vitality and resilience. It is time to start taking control of our health by harnessing the power of ASEA. 
Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Welcome back to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board today. You can find us here on americaoutloud.news, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We are in the process of, of, of being baffled by Newsom's veto, his veto of Assembly Bill 957. This is the bill that... How we just spent a couple of days really just diving into that um, that made made it made affirming your child's gender on par with their health, with their um, you know their safety, uh, you know you know keeping them clothed, fed, protected, secure. It, it it elevated affirming their gender to that status. That's what this bill did. And I personally believe that Newsom would sign the bill. He did not. He has vetoed the bill. And I'm just throwing this question out there. Why? Why do you think Newsom would veto this bill? He, you know, his his own record. And, and, and the letter that he wrote to the California State Assembly, kind of explaining why he vetoed. He said, I appreciate the passion and values that led the author to introduce this bill. I share a deep commitment to advancing the rights of transgender Californians, an effort that has guided my decisions through my or through many decades in public office. Which is true. It has. He's very um, he's very pro on this cause. So why? Why sign a, a why veto this bill? And he gives a reason here. He says, "I that said, I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch to apply, which uh, seems like a very conservative thing to say, very non-liberal, very non-Marxist thing to say, which doesn't seem like Newsom. Which, which makes me think uh, there is something... There's something more at play here. Uh, you know, some people might believe that that the pressure of of parents in California have finally that, that it's finally knocking on his door, and he can't handle it anymore. He's buckling under the pressure. I don't think that's the case. I personally don't think that Newsom cares about the parents in California. I don't think he cares one iota. I think he he's going to do what he's going to do. This is more calculated. This move is a hundred percent, in my opinion, it's a hundred percent more calculated than just buckling under the pressure. Yep. And I'm going to play some clips here for you, and and you decide. You decide about uh, the calculation. It's my opinion that Newsom is is planning a future presidential bid. And he realizes if he signs this bill, he has no chance because the country, contrary to what the Democrats want you to believe, the country supports uh, parental rights. The family supports parental decisions. 
Matter of fact, I've got a statistic somewhere here in my stack. Uh, you know, during the next break, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to find that statistic to, to so you can at least hear it. The number of people that are in support of parental rights in this country, and it is amazing. It's not just a conservative or a Republican or a right issue. This issue crosses both sides of the aisle. People that that vote Democrat who are parents want their parental rights, and they're upset by what the Democrats are, are pushing. And, you know, Democrats with a brain are are going to see they're going to see that now i know i know democrat leaders with a brain might sound like an oxymoron to you i get it but some of them do have brains they don't always use them but some of them do and it's my opinion that newsom is he's a smart man and it's my opinion he's using his brain here he's he's looking down the road and he's seeing okay if i am going to make a future bid for that, for the for the highest, not only the highest seat in the land, but the highest seat in the world, I'm not going to do it if I if I sign this bill. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. We're going to listen to some clips where Newsom is denying that he would be interested in running, at least now. Which listening to these clips makes me it, it just makes me stand more firmly in my position even though it might sound like it's the opposite. Well, let's pause here. Uh, well, we won't pause, but let's listen to clip number one. Let's listen to Newsom. He's on He's on uh, Cuomo News Nation. Did you know Chris Cuomo was back, by the way? I did not know that Chris Cuomo was back in the news business. He's, he's on News Nation. And this is an interview last week that Cuomo is is doing with Gavin Newsom. So let's take a listen to this. Why don't you run? If you I care. believe in this guy, actually, you know, you know why? You think Joe Biden is the I, best the Democrats can do. I have deep respect, reverence for Joe Biden as a person, his character, his decency and his capacity to do great things. That's why I'm not worthy of that conversation. This guy deserves it. Wow. All right, so there it is. Cuomo is practically begging Newsom to run. I mean, that's what it feels like anyway. He says, why don't you run? Why aren't you running? And Newsom says, because I believe in this guy. And then he starts to, to, to tell us why. But, you know, Cuomo, Cuomo uh, uh, inserts, you think Joe Biden is the best the Dems can do? Come on. Come on, Newsom, why aren't you running? Do you really honestly believe that the Democrats think that that Joe Biden is it, that that he is their absolute best that, that they can put out? Why aren't you running? Please run for the love of Pete. Newsom says, uh, I'm not running because I believe in this guy. And then he and then he tells us why. He says, I have deep respect and reverence for Joe Biden as a person. Um, I have deep respect and reverence for Joe Biden as a person. I'm I am biting my tongue right now. His character, he says. His character, the character of Joe Biden, Gavin Newsom, has deep respect and reverence for the character of Joe Biden. All right, 
I almost I don't I don't know that I can go beyond that. I uh, do we believe this out of Newsom? Really? Do we believe that Newsom really has deep respect and reverence for the character of Joe Biden? Uh, he continues his decency and <laughs> I don't think I can even I don't know I can read this his decency and his capacity to do great things his capacity to do great things all right I don't know if maybe Gavin hasn't hasn't watched Joe Biden speak lately maybe he just hasn't been paying attention uh in his current state, Joe Biden no longer, and maybe he did, he no longer possesses the capacity to do great things. Well, I mean, at least on his own, I guess, you know, you can do great things and they not be good things. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's that's a possibility to do great things, but not do good things. So sure, I guess Joe Biden still has the capacity to do great things. I mean, you can destroy the country greatly. Uh, I, I guess he still holds that capacity. Maybe I'm being a little harsh on Gavin. Oh, but then this the 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 very last line. I I don't believe him here. I I don't believe that that Gavin is being forthcoming with us when he says. I am not worthy of that conversation. This guy deserves it. Do you honestly believe that Gavin Newsom believes he's not worthy of that conversation? That he's not worthy to have his name thrown in the in the hat? That he, that he's not worthy to have his name in the conversation to actually, you know, be considered president of the United States? Honestly, there isn't a single thinking human who who believes that Newsom thinks he's not worthy of that conversation. Of course, he thinks he's worthy of that conversation. You're the governor of California. How do you think you're not worthy of that conversation? Uh, there's there's something more at work here. There is uh, there's something more at work. I it. I believe that um, I believe he's being told to stand down, and that he's vetoing AB nine fifty seven because you know he he's they're telling him look stand down now your time will come, and I think he's got to veto this bill or he knows his time isn't going to come. That's my opinion. That is my opinion. I I could be missing it. Cuomo here though was begging. Practically begging him, why don't you run? That's 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 his it, that's his question. Why don't you run? And do you think Joe Biden is the best the Dems can do? Really? Come on, Newsom. Come on, please. I beg it of you. I beg it of you. From one leftist to another, why aren't you doing this? All right. Uh, clip number two is uh, the first. The first clip or the first voice you're going to hear, both of these voices are Newsom, but the first is he's at, uh, on an interview with CNN, and the second, he is at a political event or being interviewed by political. And again, it's the same thing. I, I, my question to you is, do you think Newsom is being truthful in, in his 
and his media tour replies. Let's take a listen. I'm a little old fashioned. I want a guy who produces results and the results are in. It's been a masterclass. There's simply no administration in my lifetime that's been more effective. So, you know, with all respect to Democrats out there, time to buck up and wake up to these realities. We've never had a record to sell like this. Uh, I just, I, I can't take him seriously here. Newsom is a smart man. Do you honestly believe he believes what he's saying? All right, and the and the first the uh, the first clip it's it's he's on CNN and and he says I'm an old fashioned guy, uh, or you know I'm old fashioned. I want a guy who produces results, and he's referring to Joe Biden. And he says the results are in. It's been a master class. No administration in my lifetime has been more effective. The results are in. And it's been a master class. I just, uh, this is comical to me. This is comical. And I don't know how he's saying this with a straight face. The results are in. It's been a master class. I don't know how he's saying that with a straight face. And he is because, you know, I, I see the video. I mean, he's saying it and he's, he's, he believes it. His, you know, his, his brow is furrowed and he's stern. And uh, I want a guy who produces results and the results are in, he says. It's been a master class. No administration in my lifetime has been more effective. Who, who believes that? There is not a human being. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I mean, there's people out there that believe that. I don't honestly think Newsom is one of them, though. He's a smart, smart man. So if he doesn't believe it, and I don't believe he does, what is his angle? What's the MO? What do you see? Uh, do you see where I'm coming from here? Do you do you feel my my trepidation and and wanting to believe him? Uh it's been a it's been a master class. No, it is not. It has not been a master class. You, you and and you don't really have to be a smart person to realize it's not been a master class. It's been dismal. It has been dismal. The economy is is upside down. Uh, I, I just and then in the second clip he says Democrats have to buck up. We've never had a record to sell like this. Again, really, find me a Democrat who believes they've never had a record to sell like, like Joe Biden's record. Democrats better buck up. We better realize. We better come to this conclusion together that we've never had a record to sell like this. Uh, I just... You know, translation, we all better get in line here because I'm next in line. I just want everyone to know I am next in line after this guy. But we all better get in line. We all better get behind him, which, you know, Trump has said for years that this is one of the things the Democrats are good at is that they support each other. They line up. They don't they don't eat their own. They don't attack their own. They circle the wagons. And, and uh, you know, they protect each other. They are unified as a group, as a party. They stay unified. The Republicans right now in Washington are, you know, they're, they're going at each other. 
uh, I was there last week. I I spent some time in some congressional briefings, and uh, I've heard some things. I don't know to what extent I'm uh, you know I'm able to to repeat, but um, the Republicans right now are you know they're going at it. They are they're in full blown debate, which to me is great. It is absolutely fantastic. I uh, I love the fact that there are some Republicans that are willing to stand up to thwart this budget behemoth, and I am behind that. Um, and I and I and I like to see the party, you know, debating it out. But the Democrats aren't like that. They just they get in lockstep. They unify behind whoever they need to unify to support the party. Uh, which I guess is good for the party, but it's not good for the for the country. It's not good for the people. It's not good for debate. It's not good for for what they say is should be a robust debate. No, that's not good. It's not good to whip people into into shape and say you gotta you gotta fall in line with this. You better get behind this. Democrats better buck up. Well, we've got to realize we've never had a record to sell like this. That. I, I just don't believe that that Newsom believes that. I don't I don't believe that he believes they've never had a record to sell like Joe Biden's record. Oh, uh, I just so it, it makes me wonder, truly, what is going on? Does does Newsom truly believe that this has been a master class? I don't. I I don't see. I I don't see how he truly believes that. So I am I am filled with wonder as to really truly what's going on and what would lead him to veto AB 957. I know you're wondering too. All right, we have one more clip to to get to on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25.
Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. And for segment three in studio, our occasional co-host. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, we're having a lot of fun today. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> we are. We're, we are perplexed, though, a little bit. By news- I don't think I'm perplexed, but... Um, I've, I heard a little bit of it. Yeah. I've been in and out of the studio. Yes. So, okay. So you, you know, my position, Mm -hmm. you know, my stance Mm -hmm. before we dive back into, uh, Newsom, you want to, I'd like to maybe talk about the shop a little bit. Yes. We need to talk about the shop. We haven't done that yet. So for any of you who do not know about the shop, um, you can go to America out loud that shop mm-hmm. and you can find some fun products. Um, when I first jumped on America out loud, which was a while ago. three, three ish years ago. Yeah. Um, we, we started using several of these things. Um, so, so you woke up this morning and I said, Dean, <laughs> what's wrong? Your voice sounded a lot lower this morning than it does now, but oh dear. Yeah, I could feel something happening. And so I said, uh, I want the I want the cofix. Give me a give me a shot of the cofix. And up to this point, I've kind of been hesitant to take the cofix only because I had an allergic reaction once to what I thought was iodine. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong because I I took some shots of the cofix and I'm feeling excellent. <laughs> Very good. Uh-huh. good. And you good. know what? I can I can breathe through my nose. Right. Well, hopefully that this will take care of it because as soon as you woke up, you had that that extra deep radio voice going on that you you <laughs> seem to acquire every fall at some point. And I said, get me into studio right now. <laughs> now um you haven't taken the uh, the throat spray yet, but you're going to. We're about to. Yep, we're gonna try it. Let's go. Yes. So there are. Hang on, but before you dive into that, I I have also uh, a box, just a pile of other uh, uh, nasal and, and throat spray of the Cofix that I've taken to school that I could pass out to the teachers because flu season is coming up. Yes. So, and I need everyone to be healthy. Yes, we we're going to tell the teachers as soon as you feel something coming up. This stuff. Come into the office and grab some nose spray and throat spray. Yep. Yep. Let's go. Let's keep everybody healthy. Yep. So, uh, like I said, if you go to AmericaOutloud.shop, uh, you can find several different things. We have we have some of the wellness um, products in our house. We have the we have the fogger. We got that a couple years ago. Oh yeah. Um, the HOCL fogger. We have. Oh, we've tried the healthy cell. We've had plenty of. I like the healthy cell. Yes. The healthy cell tastes good. Mm-hmm. And I feel good when I take it. Yeah. So we've had that. The clear, we use clear all the time. Uh, we have had several products from Global Healing. We have. Um, what, what What's the stuff I was taking? Patrix? What? From Global Healing. Oh, that when, that I you, took when you with, the with Dr. Ely? Yeah. I don't remember. Paratrex? Paratrex, uh, that's it. Um, let's see. Yep, and the cool fix. So lots of good stuff. 
definitely go check it out. Um, yeah, we like it. Mm-hmm. We like it. I, I can't wait to give a uh, a full scaled report on this uh, this cofix that I took, just yeah. just to see how it does after twenty four hours. Yeah, because usually once your deep radio voice kicks in, mm-hmm. it's it it lasts a couple weeks. So. And and throughout the day, I started feeling a little rough. Mm-hmm. Took a couple of shots. Even of that. though you denied it this morning, I did. Because what's going on? What's it? Nothing. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, we're good. We're good. But but then I said, <laughs> you know what? Give me some of that cofix. Yeah. yeah. I need to take a shot of that. Yeah. All right. So uh, tomorrow I will. Uh, I'll be back with a with a full scaled cofix report. <laughs> <laughs> Updates to come. Updates to come. <laughs> Well, speaking of things to come, I do have one more clip that that I'd like to play. This is not a, a clip of Newsom himself, but it's this is from Fox News, and it just it's funny. I, I think it's funny because they talk about um, they make comment to Newsom's earlier comments, where uh, I don't know if you heard this, Cindy, but Newsom was telling Cuomo. Chris Cuomo is back, by the way. Did you know that? Was he up to these days? No, I don't know, but he's back. (laughs) News Nation, I guess. Um, So in this interview that Cuomo is doing with Newsom, Cuomo is asking him, why don't you run? It almost feels like Cuomo is begging him. Mm. And Newsom says, because I believe in this guy. He's, you know, he believes in Biden. But but Mm -hmm. then it gets great. He says, I have deep Oh, no, he says, I have deep respect and reverence for Joe Biden as a person, his character, his decency, and his, quote, capacity to do great things. Mm, What a guy. And and then he says, he says, that's why he says, I am not worthy of that conversation. Well, that is some strong language. I, I know. Isn't that strong? That is Newsom actually says he is not worthy to be in the conversation for president. Okay. <laughs> I know. And that's just the point where I just don't know that I believe him. But we'll see, won't we? We will see. So that was the first clip. The second clip, uh, Newsom says, uh, I want a guy who produces results. And he says the results are in. It's been a master class. A master class? No administration in my lifetime, he says, has been more effective. Mm, a master class. Oh, uh, master class. So uh, Fox News is commenting on, on these two comments that uh, Newsom. So I want you to hear. That'd be fun. I want you to hear what they have to say. Let's let's take a listen. Fox News contributor Joe Concha here to weigh in on these very complimentary comments coming from Gavin Newsom. So, Joe, it does seem like he's making some sort of serious effort to convince people I'm not running for president in 2024. Joe Biden's going to be the guy. Are you buying it? And if so, what happened? Well, Carly, there is a saying somewhere around trying too hard. And boy, that was a masterclass in trying too hard to sell something that is unsellable to the American people. But look, Gavin Newsom isn't wrong here, guys. I mean, based on his record, he is not worthy. California, (laughs) highest tax rates in the country, highest poverty rates in the country, highest homeless rate in the country. Well, uh, there it is. Thoughts? Mm. (laughs) So many thoughts. (laughs) Wow. So Joe Concha just said, you know, that was a master class 
Mm-hmm. What Gavin Newsom just said was a master class on. I, I think it was a master class on not being truthful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. I just I don't think that Newsom truly believes that the results oh, of are in. He doesn't. And this is a master of class. He doesn't. The exaggeration is just that's too much. Would you call it hyperbole? Mm-hmm. Hyperbole in action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have kind of, you know, I've I've been talking about why I think Newsom vetoed vetoed the bill. That's that's kind of what what spawned all this is. Okay. I don't know if I caught that part. This is Assembly Bill 957 that Newsom vetoed. And this is the bill that, you know, basically told judges, you know, in, in custody cases, you have to uh, pay special attention to the parent who's going to affirm the child. I, I should say it this way, who's going to affirm the child's gender of choice. Mm-hmm. And Newsom vetoed that bill. And he said, in his veto, he said, I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch to apply. And that doesn't sound like a liberal to me. That sounds like a conservative, Mm -hmm. which which really has created this whole discussion, at least in me internally. I'm thinking, what's going on? There's got to be an ulterior motive here. Yeah. When did you grow that conscience? Yes, (laughs) Yes, Kevin. <laughs> At what point did that? When did you tend to that garden of your conscience? Right. That's exactly correct. You know, because liberals don't talk like this. Yeah. They don't say, I urge caution when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate legal standards for the judicial branch. Mm-hmm. They never urge caution for one branch to not override another. Mm-hmm especially the judiciary, because that's how they get all of their things passed. It's it's not through the legislative process. It's through the judicial process, judicial edict. Yeah. So what's going on here? What do you think is going on? Usually they're just, they're asking, telling people to be cautious of the right-wing extremists. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what they caution against. Mm -hmm. Not this kind of stuff. No. I don't know. It I, just doesn't. It doesn't add. It, you're like you said. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. Doesn't add up. No, something isn't adding up here. Something's afoot. Yes, yes, indeed. It's it just. It's not coming together for me. I don't think. And I, I said this earlier. I don't think Newsom is buckling under the parental pressure of people complaining because I don't think he cares what they think or say. Right. So well, that's. That's how his actions have, that's what his actions have proved up to this point. Yes. And now he's going on this media tour saying, I'm not going to run for president. Are you kidding me? Joe Biden's giving us a master class in the presidency. What else did he say? He said, um, I'm not worthy of that conversation. So he's he's going out of his way. And that's what uh, Joe Concha said. He's going, he's giving us a masterclass on how to go out of your way to say something that you don't really mean to say. Mm-hmm. But why? But why? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. So I think that he is just planning 
uh, biding his time for a for a future run. Like I said, we'll see. Do you think it's going to be twenty four? Even though he's saying no, do you think it's going to be twenty four? Oh my goodness! I who knows? Who knows what they have up their collective sleeve? But that's the thing; they have something up their collective sleeve, which I said earlier. They unify behind each other. It is a collective sleeve, mm-hmm. and they have something up it. <laughs> uh and it, it's just you know the question is what what is the what game are they playing at because you know Concha listed that you know Newsom's right he's not worthy because he says California has the highest tax rates California has the highest poverty rates which we've talked about mm-hmm. he said California has the highest homeless rate Mm-hmm. So Newsom is not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it's a dismal. Right. Uh, it, 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 you know. So he is it. Well, big... Who who on that side does have a track record that mm-hmm. would be exemplary? Yeah, nobody. But that's never really stopped him from running before, or winning for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, especially, you know, when they've got the the cheat machine ironed out so well as they do. <laughs> yes, I do. I believe that they've got the uh they've got the the best the best cheat machine of all time. We'll just wait and see how it all unfolds. <laughs> Cynthia is cool. Cynthia's keeping her cards close to the best today. Yeah. I, uh, I, on the other hand, think that it's because you just never know. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. It's no, you're right. Most of the time, it's a little bit shocking, but not really because you kind of expect it. But <laughs> I know I am shocked, though. I'm genuinely shocked that he vetoed that bill. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? Do you even remember? No, I know you're fine. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> sorry. It, it must not. It wasn't going to be very good, probably. <laughs> I'm just I'm shocked that he vetoed the bill. I didn't see it coming, and I think that there's there's something else happening. And in my opinion, it's it's because, he, and and I said this earlier. I don't think if he signs that bill, the country is so adamantly opposed to that type of bill. If he signs it, he never steps foot in the Oval Office. That's my opinion. And he wants to step foot in the Oval Office. He does believe that he's worthy to be a part of the conversation. And but he has to say that he's not so that he can sound humble. That's right. Humble Gavin. Oh, the humility is just it's it's rich. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. He's he's gotta say that. Because he's gotta come across as humble and uh and supportive of, of Biden. The current occupant, occupant of the White House, the current resident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he is. He's obviously coming across as supportive. I mean, he's you know he said to the other Democrats, "Look, you know, we need to. Uh, we have never had a record to sell like this. We got to buck up." He said, yeah. "Look, Democrats, we've got to buck up because it's never been this good. So good. It's so good." Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I guess we'll find out. My opinion is that he, uh, you know, he's just 
he's biding his time. And so he has to veto this bill in order, you know, for him to actually get into the White House, because if he signs that bill, he doesn't get in. And he's willing to, you know, make the legislature, legislators in California upset, you know, because it was 100 percent Democrat that voted for that bill. Not a single Republican did. Right. In both the Senate and the House. Mm -hmm. They're not happy with him. Well, it's for the greater good. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. It really is, you know, on our side, people who think the way we think, we really, we're happy about him vetoing this bill. Mm -hmm. We might not quite understand it, but we're happy about it. I mean, there's people in California and really throughout the country that were praying against this bill. Mm-hmm. And Gavin vetoes it. Do you think God can Gavin can be used by God in this sense? Absolutely, he can be used by God. We believe that. God can use anybody mm-hmm. in any given situation. All right. Well, we will see what comes what comes down the pike. There is there's more to be had. Oh, I'm sure Gavin's going to surprise us again. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to wait for it. All right. Uh, well, any last words? That's that's pretty much all the time we got. Uh, just just go to go get your co-fix. <laughs> Definitely go get your co-fix. And all the other good things on, on the. Yeah, go to AmericaOutloud.shop. Uh, there's a ton of excellent products there and the co-fix uh so far so good so far so good okay yeah i i didn't have any reactions i'm not swelling up that's good we'll we'll hope it stays that way we'll see in the in subsequent uh, shots of that stuff all right i'll give you a report tomorrow that's all the time we have america thanks for joining us invite your friends and family to get on the dean's list let's unite to renovate the age